Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Bad morning, Bucknutters. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5, Wednesday, August 12th, 2020. Bax, it's not a good day. Every day I open the show with good morning, Bucknutters. It's far from a good morning. It's an awful morning. August 11th, yesterday, a day that it will live in infamy with the Big Ten calling off the football season. Bax, go. Kevin Warren is an absolute hack. This has been one of the worst led things I have ever seen. There, there's been no transparency. They made this decision Sunday night, and they just waited until the Pac-12 was officially on board to announce it. I can't talk about how many parts of this are just flat-out wrong. One, players are still allowed to practice, but it's not safe enough to play. 20 hours a week? Come on, let's be real here. Second of all, most of these Big Ten schools haven't had any positive cases from COVID testing in weeks. These kids are safe. They're in a bubble, essentially, all but. So explain to me how it's safe for Ohio State to allow kids back on campus, right? All those, the the things that they cited were contact tracing and concerns about future negative effects on people. Okay, you think there's not going to be some contact between 18 and 23-year-old kids at Ohio State, if you know what I mean? Let's be real here. And then what do you think is going to happen? You're going to trace all that contact? They already do that at the STD office. It's only going to get worse. And then on top of that, you're trying to tell me that you're worried about negative long-term effects? Cool. If you're negative about long-term effects, get all those kids off campus. Otherwise, it's hypocrisy. And finally, Kevin Warren's son plays football in the SEC. I haven't seen anything about his son stepping down from playing this year. If it's really a safety hazard, wouldn't he be coming out to say that instead of avoiding every single question? This is a bunch of suits who are afraid of losing their ivory tower, rich people positions that they don't have to do crap for who decided to cancel this season out of sheer fear. Fear. That's all it is. F-E-A-R. All right? That's all this is, is fear. This has nothing to do with any rational behavior towards the way that people have treated this. And there's going to be some people out there going, well, you know, if we'd been safer, go try telling that to Ohio State kids who spent the last three months on campus following every rule, shutting down testing whenever they were figuring it out. They've been back for three months, and they've had it down to a science. Ohio State has not had any positive tests recently. We had a parent tell Bucknuts recently their kid had been tested 12 times for COVID. How many times have you been tested for COVID, Dave? Zero. Zero here, too. So aren't they a little safer being on campus where they're being tested and kept inside a system? I mean, to me, this is insanity. Absolute insanity. And I applaud Nebraska for saying they want to play somewhere else this year. And if Gene Smith had a spine, he'd be saying the same thing. Now, everybody that's a Buckeye fan that's listening to the show, which is 99.9% of the listeners, I would imagine, 
was wondering the same thing. Okay, now that this BS is behind us as far as knowing what the Big Ten is going to do, is there a chance that Ohio State could join another conference, whether it's the Big 12 or the SEC, for just one season? Kind of like what Notre Dame's doing, although Notre Dame already had a previous relationship with the ACC. Bax, do you think that that is a legit option or no for the Big Ten, or excuse me, for Ohio State to join another conference just for this season? If Ohio State had any balls, it would be, but they don't. Ohio State never throws its weight around in the Big Ten like it should. The rest of these schools are getting rich off of Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan. They're the ones who people tune in to see. They don't give a rat's ass about Northwestern versus Rutgers, right? They don't care one iota. And the Big Ten is essentially, what was it, the Big Two and the Little Eight for the longest time? You add Penn State, maybe Nebraska is the big name ones that draw eyeballs on the TV, the sheer insane amount of money that the Big Ten would normally make but won't this year, which is a whole nother reason to be outraged about this not playing. We haven't even gotten into that yet. But the bottom line of this is, is that Ohio State, if Gene Smith had walked in that meeting and gone, all right, hey, you can vote whatever you guys want, but here's the deal. I'm going to find games for my team this year because we're following procedures. And either you guys get on our level right now when it comes to protocols, when it comes to testing, you get your shit together. Well, we're going to go play in the SEC. I got Greg Sankey on line one. He'd take the Buckeyes in a heartbeat. Hey, Penn State, you got your stuff together? Yep. All right, you guys come too. That's how that would have gone. But no, Gene Smith goes on BTN yesterday and shifts back into old cover his ass Gene. Well, you know, we were ready to play, but, you know, the science or something. What science? And I know we're not supposed to talk politics, but anybody who says this heart thing is some new surprise about coronavirus is out of their mind. The common cold is a coronavirus. It's long been established that some people are susceptible to heart issues when they get the cold. All right? So the coronavirus should going to be the exact same situation. This is not news. This is not news at all. It's just the latest excuse to take things away from us. So to me, if Ohio State had gone in like Nebraska did, Nebraska's the new kid on the block. They're much diminished over the last 20 years. This is not 1997, right? If Ohio State had gone to this meeting like Nebraska did with the big stick of, uh, and then walked in and said, here's how it's going to work. I'm going to put my, 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 my hand on the table and say, I swear to you, we're going to go play somewhere else this year if you guys even try this crap. The Big Ten would not have done it. But Kevin Warren, who's a little nervous Nelly, got what he wanted. And honestly, he's bad news, and I can't see him sticking around very long. This sort of leadership is inexcusable. Do you imagine Jim Delaney canceling the Big Ten? No way. Jim Delaney would have sat these guys down in April and said, here's the deal. I've worked really hard to make this conference a shitload of money. You guys want to have that money coming in for the rest of your programs and for everything else you've worked for? Then here's what's going to happen. The second kids are allowed back on campus. We're coming up with a protocol, and no one's leaving this room until we have a protocol. And if it's not good enough, we're going to get more people in this room until we get a protocol. Kevin Warren sat around and just you know, collected a paycheck and was happy about it. It's embarrassing. You know what the worst part was? Most of the football coaches didn't even have a say. Most of the athletic directors sort of found out about this after the fact. This is the ivory tower talking down to us yet again. Yeah, it's baffling that the players, the parents, the coaches basically had no say in this. The players who would be taking the risk, the parents who love the players more than anybody, who care about the players more than anybody, they were all willing to do it. But, uh, yeah, the fear of lawsuits. And, like, this idea about player safety, it's like, you know, but you want to play two football seasons in the same year. You, oh, look the other, you, you look the other way with concussions. And the two football seasons in the same year brings me to my next point, Bax. I find the spring football season to be a non-starter. I've talked about it on the show many times. wrote a column about it. You know, 
I mean, let's just hope I'm wrong. I mean, I guess, you know, two football seasons would be better um, than, I guess, not having a quote-unquote 2021 football season at all. I just I think it's completely untenable. Your thoughts, is there any chance you think that that could happen, a winter, which is what we really should call it, a winter slash spring football season for college football in 2021? Is there any possible way that happens in your opinion? I've said this for weeks. Spring football is nothing more than having to delay the inevitable of telling people we're canceling the season. This is a season cancellation, period, period. That simple. There's no spring football. Urban Meyer came out and said that this is non, a non-starter as well. What kid? These aren't even adult professionals. And the NFL only plays once a year. You think if the NFL had money to be made, they wouldn't play twice a year? All right. There's a reason they don't. It's because football is the sport that needs the most recovery time and is the most physically destructive to people's bodies. If you're trying to tell me a bunch of 18, 19, 20-year-olds are supposed to play six or seven or eight or nine or ten games in the spring and then three months later go back and play another dozen games, you're out of your mind. Like, we can get into all the other insanity that, that would make spring football not work. But the simple truth is you are supposed to play football once per year, all right? There's a reason for it. These kids' bodies have to recover, rebuild, all right? It does not work. And the other thing about spring football that's completely idiotic is most of these teams are going to not have a lot of their top guys. Why in the world would Justin Fields play spring football? He's the number two pick in the draft if the draft is tomorrow. Why in the world would Wyatt Davis, why in the world would Josh Myers come back? Then, yes, we could go the whole love of school, you know, but guess what? Those guys are good Buckeyes. They're good guys. They love our school. They came back because they wanted to play this year. They're not playing in the spring. They're getting ready to get paid, right? And every single one of those kids who came back right now who got this crap canceled, the NFL going on, is utterly regretting their decision to come back. Sean Wade is probably livid because he would have probably been a first-rounder last year. I mean, let's be real. This is awful, and it screws the kids. And we haven't even gotten into how badly this screws the athletic programs, how badly this screws the Big Ten and company if the SEC plays this year. I mean, you already saw it with Adele today where kids are not going to come play in Big Ten schools because guess what? It really does matter more in the SEC. We could talk about this for weeks about how bad this is for the Big Ten if the SEC and ACC actually play. Yeah, if yesterday wasn't bad enough, that was going to be my final topic, but I'll make this the second to last topic. If yesterday wasn't bad enough, high four-star defensive end Tamisi Adelaide decommitted from Ohio State, young man that – attends IMG Academy, which has been very friendly to Ohio State. And there's been talk that he could decommit. So it's not a shock, but my God, of all days, like yesterday when everything else was going bad, Tamisi Adelaide says, yeah, I'm decommitting. Um, and you think it's because of this? I think this put him over the edge. I think you're going to see a lot of kids who do exactly this. Look, I, I, he was figuring out what he was doing anyways. You know there was extra recruiting that was going on there, right? And in a normal world, you probably hold on to him, especially when Ohio State goes out this fall and wins a national championship like they were favored to do, which is another topic we haven't even gotten into how sickening this is. Um, but there's going to be a ton of recruits who are going to look at this season. In the scenario where the SEC and the ACC play, and it's even worse if the Big 12 plays. The Big 12 has even worse leadership than we do probably, so they probably will fail. But if the SEC plays – the whole it matters more thing becomes true flat out. 
No debate about it. The SEC matters more because guess what? They are doing everything they can to have a season from an institutional level, not from a coaches and, and, and athletic director level, right? The only institution in the Big Ten that seems remotely aligned like the SEC right now is Nebraska, right? If Nebraska is going to try to go play in the Big 12 if they play this year, right? You remember Rick James on Chappelle's show with the, when, with the, the, the hands gesturing people towards them? That's exactly what the Big 12 is doing right now at Nebraska, <laughs> right? And that's what the Ohio State should be sitting there like, hey, count us in, you know, but I don't see it happening. So at the end of the day, this is an utter disaster. Ohio State is setting itself back years in recruiting. It's not just Ohio State. It's the conference as a whole. You were going to lose 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when Ohio State was the only school in the conference that could remotely bring in big-time kids. Remember those days? It's getting better. It's still not up the SEC's level of recruiting. But Ohio State is going to start actively being hurt. It's going to be harder to pull Southern kids if those states all play football and we don't up here. That is just a fact. And you want to get even scarier? How pissed is Ryan Day right now? You want a scenario where we lose Ryan Day long before we should have? It's him getting this yanked out from under him by an institution where he doesn't, that he doesn't think takes it as seriously if he went, say, to Gainesville, Florida, or to Tuscaloosa, Alabama when Nick Saban retired. If the SEC and the ACC play, Ohio State automatically drops itself into a second-tier powerhouse because of the fact that it clearly didn't matter as much here in the eyes of those kids. It'll take five, ten years for us to fully recover from it. Then the rest of the Big Ten, it'll take longer. It's a disaster if they play. Did you look at my show notes? I have written right here. It was going to be the second to last topic, and now it was going to be the last topic because we moved up to Mise, Adelaide, decommitting. I have written right down here, how pissed is Ryan Day right now? And you just said that. Exactly. I mean, how pissed is Ryan Day right now? What a shitty start to a head coaching career, right? Like, think about it. Think about all the bullshit he's put up with over the years. He, he, he gets plugged in for three games in the middle of that insane scandal, which was already exhibit A to him of how the institution at Ohio State is in the middle of a Woody Hayes-esque backlash, like Rose Bowl style from the 60s. Remember how it took Woody 10 years to recover from that? So Ryan Day comes in, coaches three games, and then gets the job given to him, comes in last year, gets screwed in a championship game. Um, but meanwhile, he still perseveres the whole way through, gets hit with the pandemic. All right, no big deal. Just goes out and loads up the number one recruiting class in the country. And then comes back, does everything right, has another national championship team on run, has his program 100% bought in to not getting involved in any of this COVID stuff and being smart and protecting itself and essentially inside of a bubble. And then the institutional losers at the top of the the big 10 who are all sitting here that they're 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 an in-network back-slapping self-assisting you know care about their only selves group of people who are just concerned about that they all keep getting their next big paycheck they're doing this just to cover their butts out of sheer fear and probably other things that we don't need to get into and ryan day is sitting here like you know this would not be happening to me if i was the head coach at florida you know what else i'd be doing this fall if I'd gone to the NFL, I'd be playing games and trying to win a Super Bowl. This is terrifying for what it could do to Ohio State football and Ryan Day's relationship because you know for a fact he is going to feel utterly betrayed here. Even if Ohio State was on board the whole way through, the fact of the matter is, is he's playing at a powerhouse in a conference that doesn't care about football. Thanks to Matt Baxendell. Thank you to the listeners. Have a good one, Bucknutters.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.